There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, April 7, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Day number 23, Jordan. Day number 23, LeBron. Day number 23 of Enhanced Community Quarantine here in Metro Manila, or I guess Luzon. What's up, everyone? How you doing? What's up? I'm doing great. Uh, it's been uh, over three weeks now. Been at home. Been out three times, I think, in the last three weeks. So trying to do my part. But man, I miss the world. I'm sure you do too. However, I have been staying uh, pretty, pretty busy at home. Uh, you know, we're still doing some work from home. So for the for the radio station, we do like a little bit of pre-recorded stuff. We've been trying to do some social media things for our, you know, for our platforms, our channels. So trying to trying to I know, trying to make it work. I mean, I, I'm I'm sure you all know, or most of you know that radio is probably. Yeah, there's no advertisers advertising on radio right now because there's no people in their cars. Not really, you know. Ninety whatever, ninety nine percent of the population is indoors right now. So, uh, unfortunately, that happened. But we gotta find ways, man. So that's what we're doing. At least from work from home. What else have I been up to? Oh, guys, you know how I've told you. I'm sure if you've listened to older podcasts or the Halala Show, you know that my favorite board game, board game of all time, is Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan. Or just Catan now. It's just called Catan. They're like the newer versions. Like the newer like packaging. C-A-T-A-N. And yesterday, my cousins and I, who I grew up playing Catan with, we finally found a way to play it online. On our computers or on our phones. Uh, it's called Catan Universe. You can get it on Steam. Uh, but please, if you don't know how to play it, uh, it's a really steep learning curve. I feel like you better learn how to play it first, like on the board game, and then you can just do it on the computer. But man, it is so, it was so fun. And what we do is we connect uh, via voice chat. So we use Discord. If anyone, if, if anyone's a gamer out there, you probably know what Discord is. But Discord, it's a lot like Zoom, I guess. If you, more people are probably familiar with Zoom. Uh, but you can screen share and et cetera, et cetera. But Discord's been around for a while. I remember my roommate in the States before, uh, his name is George. He used to tag dito? He used to use Discord pagano pag gaming siya. So it's uh it's it was pretty cool, man. It's like we were it's like we were all in the same room, but not really, because you know all we have is our voices. But we were talking shit and a trash talkan sa katan. Yun, group chat. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, also, I've been catching up. I'm gonna actually gonna finish today after recording this podcast the last four episodes of season four. Of My Hero Academia. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Even though this, this new arc, this last arc is kind of weird to me. There's like, it's like the festival arc with like the gentleman villain guy. So far, it's whatever for me, but, uh, I hear the, I hear, I hear from my friends 
that the finale is good. So I'm going to wait for that. All right. I'll update you probably on Friday. But if you're on it, you know, my friend Francis, I think he listens to this. Francis, uh, I think he started watching it after me. I don't know if it was because of my recommendation. But he is already done. So <laughs> no, no, nah, no. Nah. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, shout out to Jeppy who listens to this podcast who started watching Barry. She's only on episode two. I'm telling you, Jeff, you, you wait, you wait till like, just wait. It, it gets so good. Like episode one is great and episode two is good too, but oh man, it just, it becomes so heavy and dark, but also it's, it's, you still can't help but feel like it's hilarious at the same time. Just wait out for it. All right. Uh, today's main topic on the podcast. What the hell was I going to? Oh, it's Holy Week this week, right? Holy Week, and the reason why I'm not super sure <laughs> is because I'm not super religious. I guess I feel I figure I, I felt like I think I've said it time and time again that I was going to talk about my thoughts on my own my per, my own um what do you call it my own perceptions on religion, what my belief is, etc. I'll talk about that later. Uh, yesterday also, uh, President Duterte did another um. What do you call it? He addressed the nation again. I'm not going to go through it. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it anymore. He did say something about the quarantine being extended maybe till April 30. Uh, but I don't. I didn't see any official announcement. Like, there's no paperwork, whatever. But if it's coming from his, his, his uh, it's, if it's coming from him, I'm, I'm guessing it's, it's going to be set in stone now. Uh, also, the emergency power. Someone re- they uh, Malacanang released a document. So I read through that. So at least they're kind of showing where the money's going. But yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. Okay, you go look at it because I'm tired of talking about that shit. All right. Um. But oh, before we move on to that, Ezra Miller is trending on Twitter because he apparently choked someone out. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, you guys know who Ezra Miller is? Young Anna. He's the He's the guy who plays Flash in uh, in the Justice League movie. He was also in Perks of Being a Wallflower. He was the uh, he was the gay friend. He was gay, right? I think I forgot. Uh, Ezra Miller. What else is Ezra Miller in? So supposedly Ezra Miller uh, choked out this female fan. I don't know where they were because they don't seem to be on quarantine. So like this. Ezra Miller's like, yeah, you want to get choked or something? I forgot what he said, but basically, look up that video. It's pretty wild because the girl who walks up to him looks like she's a fan, and it looks like she's just joking around. And Ezra Miller, I don't know if he was high or drunk or something, like, choked her and then threw her to the ground and continued to choke her. You know, in a sexual setting, it's kind of hot, but that is... (laughs) That is fucked up, man. Ezra Miller, is he canceled? Oh man, it sucks. Why would he do that? There's no explanation. Hold on, let's see. This was last night. I was looking at it. So uh, this morning, it's right around seven twenty in the morning right now. Let's see. Ezra Miller did he post a cat arumbalo apology? That is the question. Uh, no. What is uh, Ezra? Doesn't even have an Instagram. His 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 band has an Instagram. Okay, so Ezra Miller has no Instagram. Great. So how will we ever get a fake apology, JC? How will we ever get a half-meant, sorry to the brands that I've offended apology, JC? You know, oh, what's that? There's a siren out there. You guys hear it? Hopefully nothing bad. Um, pa, pa, pa. What else What else is trending online before I move on to my thought? Because I know religion isn't a super like popular topic with everyone. But I know some of you are curious. 
<sighs> There's a new hashtag. I can't understand the president. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, all right. I guess that I guess that's the topics for today. I uh, maybe I'll browse through Reddit while I'm doing this podcast later on. But let's talk about um, let's talk about my uh, my religion. So it's Holy Week for a lot of people. So for all the Catholics out there, I'm guessing, or is it Christian or Christians too? See, I get confused, right? Catholics, Christians. At, when I was younger, when I was growing up, I thought they were one in the same. Because I remember growing up in school, and someone would ask me, are you Christian? And I would say yes. And then someone would ask me, are you Catholic? And I would say yes. Okay, so I was raised, okay, now that I'm more aware, even though I'm still confused, uh, I am Catholic. I mean, I was, I was raised Catholic, rather. No, I'm not Catholic anymore. But I was raised Catholic by my mom. Who is Catholic? My grandma, my Lola, is Catholic. Um, yeah, my I, my auntie is Catholic. Like the most religion religious ones in my family are, you know, are Catholic. Okay. Uh, so I I was really confused the difference. I don't want to go into it. Uh, you probably because it's gonna cause a lot of people are gonna correct me because I'm probably gonna be wrong. So uh, I just want to let you know that when I was growing up, I didn't know the difference because they all seem to follow the same Jesus, right? God. I think one of them doesn't believe in like Mary. I'm not sure. I don't know. But long story short, guys, I if you want to know what I am, what I am now, I identify as agnostic. Agnostic is the term. Not atheist, mind you. Agnostic. So if I'm just going to Google it so, so that I don't explain it wrong... Google definition, agnostic, a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of God or of anything beyond material phenomena, a person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. Um, kind of, Yeah, it's something like that. Uh, because the thing with me, why, why am I agnostic, JC? Why don't you tell us your life story, JC? Why are you agnostic? Okay. Why did you go from being raised Catholic to agnostic? Okay, here's a story. I was maybe 11, 12, 13 years old. I forget. I was with my mom. And I didn't want to go to church because I was like, why am I going to church? I'm not learning anything. Granted, at the time, it was boring as fuck for me. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't really listen. So it's it's mostly on me. It's not on my mom. It's not on the church. It was on me. But at the same time, I really was questioning a lot of things and I didn't really get a lot of answers that I was satisfied with. For example, for example, why is there suffering? Why are there poor kids who are, who are, didn't do anything? Why are there suffering? Why are there kids in like, you know, other countries getting diseases that they didn't even have a chance to live? Why, you know, stuff like that. So, and then the answer is always like, oh, it's because, you know, it's God's plan or whatever. And to me, it it might satisfy a lot of people, but for me, I need a concrete answer. And then, and then so I was 12, 11, 12, 13, and I didn't want to go to church. I was like, ma, I don't want to go to church. And we had this big fight uh, in the middle of the street, actually. Um, and nothing against my mom. You know, I love my mom, but I did, I just felt like she, it, there was a point because she was she was she was I think she was exploring also religion at this time. I'm not really sure. I got to move on. I was really young. I was young enough. To kind of not remember, but I was old enough to also kind of have my own thoughts, if that makes sense. Uh, so maybe I was 13 years old. I don't remember. But it, it's like, um, I know that she was also kind of like looking at like 
uh, Methodist Church and and uh, what's the other one? Baptist Church. Because I don't know. Like, see, what's the difference? I know there is a difference. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what it is. I'm saying, I'm not asking you what it. I'm telling you, I don't know what is the difference. I don't know. So it was during this time, right? And then she she made me. This is what really kind of pushed me to the to the brink was that she made me join this youth study. No, no, not youth study. Like a youth for Jesus or youth for Christ or youth for, you know, like it's like the church portion, but for like the teens so that there's people who will, you know, help you understand the Bible. Like, like there may be, I don't know how do you call it. What do you call that? You know how there's like couples for Christ? It's like that, but for teenagers. And I remember going there and I felt, I remember this too. Because I was this fat, like, I was like this fat, chubby, awkward kid. And I remember wearing this green turtleneck sweater thing. And when I went there, all these kids who knew each other and they were so friendly with each other because they've been together for a long time, they looked at me. I was like, who the fuck is this fat kid, right? (laughs) I remember I was like, man, why am I here, man? I was so awkward and it was so awkward. And I didn't want, like, they were all like, I remember it was like this one class that I sat in on while my mom, while the adults were doing their thing, I guess. And they were talking about, like, the Bible or something. They were talking about Jesus or something like that. I don't remember the details anymore. But I was just, I found myself thinking, what is happening? Why am I here? So then I talked to my mom after that day, like, after the big fight and whatever. I don't remember the timeline exactly, but I said something like, I don't want to go to church anymore. I said that if I want to go, I want to make it my decision and not because I was forced to go. And my mom, being the awesome person that she is, she agreed. And she has never, she has never forced me to go to church ever. Sometimes she'll ask me occasionally to just pray. Um, you know, just to pray for somebody, whether it be like uh, a relative or for a situation or for uh, her business, for example. But she's never asked me to go to church ever again after that. And then it was that point where I was considering myself an atheist. Uh, because I didn't really believe in any sort of God. So for the longest time, maybe from 13 onwards, I was considering myself an atheist. Uh, but then in college, this was in college, I had an English professor. He was what, he's my favorite professor of all time. Okay. I remember his name. It was in community college. His name is Mark Manassi. He taught English, advanced English something like literature and he was so cool, so down to earth, so caring for his students. Uh, like he was one of the most caring people. He sent me this. He sent me The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho and he signed it for me and said like, this is the book that helped me through my whatever. Because I sent him an email after I graduated and I thanked him for his lessons and he sent me a book. And his name is Mark Manassi, Professor Manassi. And we, we got into this discussion because I think the discussion was on theology Something like that. I don't even know what the hell theology is, but I know it has something to do with religion. So let me just Google it. Theology meaning, because I'm not going to pretend that I know what it means if I don't. Theology, the study of the nature of God and religious belief. There we go. See? I was right. So, yung usapan theology, diba? And I was surprised. He said that he was, because I thought he was like, you know, a Catholic dude. Because he's a white guy, right? White dude. <laughs> Most white dudes are Catholic or Jewish, whatever. Uh, either Catholic or Jewish, right? Uh, so I thought, oh, he's, he's a Catholic guy. And he said, no, nah, I'm agnostic. 
and I was kind of shocked. I was like, what the hell is agnostic? At first I thought, is that is that like Mormon? Not that there's anything wrong with Mormons, but I'd never heard of it before. So I was like, what is that? Is that like some sort of like really small religion that I've never heard of? And he kind of said that he believes in a higher power, but he just doesn't really know what it is. And then that really struck a chord with me, you know, like that's true. Because when I was thinking atheist, when I was identifying as atheist, that meant I didn't believe in any sort of God or higher power. But then when he said that, it really made me think because there are, um, I'm sure, hindi ko alam kung ano eh, yung mga atheists or agnostic people who might be listening to this, uh, if you don't identify as with a religion, you must have thought about kung san tayo galing. Like, where is the earth from? We didn't come from nothing, you know? And that really hit a, hit, hit home with me. Like, you know, you can, you can thank science for everything. Like, I, I believe more, more, mostly in science in terms of like how we evolved and blah, blah, blah. But the genesis of it all had to come from some sort of incredible being. And, you know, it's scary to think about it because if you, even scientifically, even logically, if you go back in time, right? Back in time where we all came from, our ancestors, 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 the first people had to come from something. And let's say, even if you want to chalk it up to science, yeah, the first human beings were originally monkeys and these monkeys were originally something else that were originally bacteria, whatever. The bacteria, the very, very, very start of it all, had to come from nothing. And that to me is enough for me to believe that there is some sort of higher power. Who it is, what it is, what they look like, what they smell like, what they sound like, what country they come from, what language they speak, that I don't know. And I will never know. I know it. I know it's never gonna, unless some super, you know, unless a being shows itself to me, some sort of entity shows itself to me, I will never really see it, but I do believe there is a higher power. But I'm not going to choose. I'm not going to pick a side because if I do, I, it goes to leading to more questions that I have no answers. At least when I identify as agnostic. For me, I don't seek out answers anymore. I kind of just accept, if that makes sense. Like everything that happens in life to me, uh, is I feel like is, is my own doing. Uh, and like, you know, I don't have to pray or something for me to get the things that I want. And if things don't happen to me, it's not because it's God's will. It's just because it just it wasn't meant to be. However, when you ask me about what I feel about the start of the universe and stuff, for then I then I can just I I don't say like oh you know uh, you know for example cat I am familiar with I'm, I don't know the, the the creation stories from other religions, but you know with with Catholics the Book of Genesis right Adam and Eve uh, God rested on the seventh day blah blah blah. And that's cool. But for me, I don't need that. I don't need an, I don't need to say that. All I have to say is, I just think we came from something that we've never seen and we'll never know, but I believe that there is something out there. That's, that's how I answer. If someone ever asked me, not that I get asked a lot, but in my own mind, I'm satisfied with that answer. I don't need to look for any more, I don't have to seek any more questions. Because, let's say Catholic, Catholic. You know, if you ask me creation and I say, yeah, you know, there's the book of Genesis. But then I'll be thinking, how is the book? There's a talking snake. Uh, God rested on the seventh. So he built this whole thing in seven days. Like, you know, uh, there's so many more questions that I have to just ask myself. So by, by, by being agnostic, by kind of straying away from that and just kind of 
just letting it be for me that's what being agnostic means to me yeah to me i'm not saying it's all agnostic people to me it's just kind of just it's letting it be like it it is what it is and you know why are people dying it's not god's will it's not because you know buddha said this or vishnu said this or allah said this um it's because it just shit happens you know you know and this higher power whoever created us it's it's gone now they don't they're not here they're not watching over us they're not carrying over that's how i feel that's just me but they created the world that we live in and that's okay with me enough noon everything else is kind of just it's up to chance luck and and what you make of it so there we go that is my thoughts during this holy week now uh, i know a lot of you are thinking like oh so do you not like catholic no please don't think that okay i respect all religions i'm not shitting on any religion here okay please uh I respect religion because there there are a lot of things in religion that I see that I do agree with, okay? I, I agree with people who need to find faith in something so that they can be better people. You know how some people, they, they, they don't commit crimes because they're like, it's against God's word. That's good. Great. The less crimes you commit because you're God-fearing, fine with me. Thank you, religion, for that. Um... And and for people who practice other religions, you know, I'm glad that you have something to look to 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 inspire you, uh, to to keep you know to make you to to give you life you know to give you something to look forward to in life to give you something to think about in life. I I I respect that. Okay. What I don't like about religion, though, if since we're already on that spectrum, is it starts wars. Man, there are wars fought over religion there are terrorist attacks on both ends on all ends huh? not just i know when you i mean i don't know if that i mean that's me being um what do you talk what do you call it if i'm being if i'm stereotyping or racist but you know there uh, the muslim religion gets a lot of flack you know for for terrorism when when, when te- especially in the u.s when a terrorist thing happens a lot of muslim people get a lot of flack the great it's like you know 99% of muslims 99.99% of muslims are good people right it's just that it's just it just takes that 0.1% osama bin laden fucker right to kind of just ruin it for everyone so you know muslim people are i've met a lot of great awesome muslim people man uh but you know just that one that 0.1% is enough for for people to start wars over and it's sad because you know they they believed in whatever like and, and I'm, that's just an example i mean there 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 are christian extremists muslim extremists i'm sure there are buddhist extremists i haven't read up on any but you know there are and you know there are people who do evil things because they believe that's what their religion entails them and for that i don't agree with that part of of religion okay i also don't or the things i also don't like about religion for me is that it seems like they spoon feed you a lot of answers. And I know that once you're older, it's good that you can make your own decisions. But if you start, that's why, that's why I, told, I think I remember saying that to my mom, like something like, you know, I never had a choice in this. Like you took me to church and you didn't really ask me if I wanted to go. And that, that's nothing wrong with that in, in the initial, like the initial thought you think that you're doing what's best for your kid. But, 
just think about that. Think about it. Like, uh, I mean, not to compare organized religion to, let's say, um, education, okay? But uh, imagine you take your kid to elementary school, and then you're like, this is just a this is just a loose example, and you say you can only study uh, science. Don't do math. Don't do don't do English. You can only study science because that's what we believe in. For example, lang, sample lang. So you're you know you're going through all this you know schooling, and you're only allowed to study one thing or learn from one aspect, one perspective of life. So when you're older, you see all these other perspectives. You know, you see the you see the math, you see the English, and you're like, but I was never given a chance to learn this. I was never given a chance to choose what I what I believed in because I was only told to do this. I know it's a very loose and not very it's not a very great example, but I just wanted to illustrate my point that if you're bringing your kids to, you know, your religion or whatever, I hope you're bringing it into them hoping that that you can want like I hope you're bringing into bringing them into it but open-minded that if they decide to explore other options that you'll let them if they want to not go, maybe accept it that they don't. It's not for them, because what ends up happening most of the time is that you, kids are forced to go. How many times? I know a lot of you can maybe relate. Maybe it's just me, but I remember me and my cousins. We lived in Japan for a while, and we hated. We hated going to church. Every Sunday, we would be like, you know what? We look forward to. We look forward to eating after. That really. I I know it sounds like a bitch move for me, but that's what I look for. I look forward to the after church, where we would eat, where we would hang out. Will we go grab a nice dinner and the family was all there? I enjoyed hanging out with the family. Even, you know, just like when I would go with my auntie to her church, what was the best was the after because there was always snacks and food and you would meet like people and there's this one cute girl her name was melissa freeman i don't know what the hell happened to her but i remember i was like in love with her and that was amazing but i never never looked forward to church and i think it's because it felt like yeah you have to go you have to do this and i don't know if i'm just like a rebel with a cigarette and a leather jacket hanging out you know a leather you know a leather jacket and a cigarette hanging out my mouth but <laughs> It's just like, I, I didn't want to go, man, because I was bored. And I didn't really, I was 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. Why, what, these, the things that are on my mind are video games and, and, you know, learning how to do sports and shit, I guess. I, you know, learning about the creation of the earth and stuff was never something that was really that high of a priority in my list in my 11, 12, 13 years old. So that's just my thoughts on it. Like, please, if you have children, uh, you know, you can, of course, you can here. I guess here in the Philippines, different. It's weird to me. It's weird to me, guys, that when when you apply for like a job here, sometimes they ask for your religion. Why does that matter? Will that be a if I don't put I'm Catholic or Christian, will will I be or even Muslim? Because I know there's a big Muslim population here in the Philippines. But what if I put none? Would I not get hired based on that? I think that's unfair. Religion shouldn't matter. Uh, in terms of like, you know, if you, if you really say, if you really care, you know, I, I've heard a lot of people like, oh, we respect your beliefs. If that's really true, 
then there shouldn't be any sort of discrimination or any sort of like identification of religion, right? I've all okay. Now that we're on that topic, uh, switching gears a little bit, in terms of resumes here, resumes. I I was surprised because in the U.S., uh, I spent most of my life in the U.S. They are very strict about resumes. Like you cannot have your picture on there. I don't think you should have your age. Uh, I don't think you even like vital statistics are n- a non-factor in most resumes in the U.S. Why? Because you could like I think there's like r- rules against it. Like because if you put a picture on there already right off the bat, you're already people are already judging you, like it or not. If you put your height there and your weight there, they're gonna paint a mental picture of you. And the U.S. system, the 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 labor system doesn't like that. Because it does, there is a lot of discrimination, whether it be racism. Let's say you're, let's say, you, you know, I mean, it's no secret that racism affects a lot of, you know, it affects the not white people, right? Especially black people. I'm not going to speak for them because I'm not black, but let's say I'm Asian. I'm just going to use that as a, as a, um, as an example. So let's say I apply at a job and for whatever reason, they see my picture. I was like, Oh, it's a Filipino guy. No, let's, let's find a white dude. Already, right off the bat, I'm already being discriminated against. Of course, my name already entails that I'm not white, right? <laughs> but just the picture, like, but here in the Philippines, I'm surprised that resumes have a, that, like, that little two by two photo that you get at photo line. And even if you don't wear a suit, somehow they can Photoshop you in a suit. <laughs> it, I think it's crazy to me that, that that's even a thing. And then there's also people who have vital statistics. I understand certain jobs require, you know, you to be a certain age or to you to have a certain look, you know, like a model. Okay, cool, man. You can't just, you can't be like, you know, oh, super. Yeah, I'm not going to even say anything because you might, you might bash me for it. But I'm just saying, you know, if, if you're applying for a job at like as a model for a rampa campaign, there's certain, there's certain looks that most you would think, all right, associate with it. I'm not saying there aren't. I see. I'm not even going to this. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> so, but vital statistics. Why is that even a thing here? Why do you even put that there? It's kind of weird, you know. I mean, having your school there is, you know, normal. Your school year, your graduation year, great. At least from there, you can kind of figure out maybe how old a person is. But even then, it shouldn't discriminate anyone. Why did I get into this topic again? I forgot, man. <laughs> I went from religion to resume. But anyway, yeah, that was just like a side note. Like, why is that a thing? Just just food for thought out there. All right, about 30 minutes into the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on religion. But for those who are celebrating Holy Week, I hope I know we're in quarantine. But, you know, I I hope that you don't think I'm shitting on you. Please don't. I respect you. Uh, I just I'm not. I'm not it's just for me on a personal standpoint it's not for me but if it's for you then it's for you all right cool are we done with religion damn i've never really th- you know this is the first time i've really kind of de- uh went in depth into this because not that i'm afraid i'm not afraid to say that i'm agnostic it's just it's such a sensitive topic but right now i don't give a fudge because i'm here in quarantine i'm just kind of sharing my own thoughts and you know i i found that when I'm really honest with myself on this podcast, a lot of people kind of, whether they like it or not, I get a reaction from them. And 
I think that's a good thing, right? Like whether they because if they don't like it when I'm honest, then that's cool. Then I understand that if you don't like me for who I am and how honest, like if you don't like me at my most honest, then I know who to not really care about. Because if I'm being honest with you and you don't accept me for who I am, then that's that's what else can I do? You want me to fake it? That's a hard pass, bro. But if I'm honest and people either accept me or they're understanding even if they don't agree, then at least I can say, hey, this person has respect for me. Or if someone agrees with me, then I can say, hey, at least at least this person knows how I feel. But if someone negates me, like I got a message um, uh, after the Aus Duterte podcast and said, you know, I think you're being kind of stupid for saying that, saying that. But I was just being honest with my feelings. You know, so you you calling me stupid for being honest. I don't I'm not going to listen to you anymore that you can I can block you. I don't care anymore. I block that person and it's over and done with Dunzo. No more. No more issues. I don't have to. This person is a non is a non essential in my life and it will remain. I don't even remember their name. See, that's the thing. I don't remember their Instagram handle. So, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you know who you are, you can just feel free to hit pause and walk away. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Get out while you can, man. All right. Um, let's see. I'm on Reddit right now. Just if there's anything cool to talk about. If not, I'm probably going to end the podcast a little early. Oh, uh, while we're at it, listen to Hala Hala Show. Mix Quarantine Mix number four is out. Uh, what did we talk about? We read a couple of Leche Fan Mail. We talked about uh, positive, uh, toxic positivity, if, you're, if that interests you. Mm. Here's some uplifting news from Reddit. A couple in Spain, both 88 years old and married for 65 years, have both recovered from the virus, COVID-19 virus, and left the hospital on the same day. Oh, that's nice. Of course, this comes from a website called JustGiveMePositiveNews.com, so we don't know how confirmed that is. But if it is true, that is nice. Imagine being married for 65 years and both recovering from that shit. Champs. What a bunch of champs. That's awesome, man. Uh, here's another one. Miss England. Miss England. So, you know, like Miss, you know, Miss Philippines, Miss, Miss, you know, for Miss Universe. Miss England apparently has hung up her crown to return to work as a doctor during coronavirus pandemic. This is from CNN.com. That's awesome. Wow. See, she deserves Miss England. You know, if she was, if she won for a reason because it's not just about the looks, right? It's about, you know, how you carry yourself, your advocacies. So, Miss England, let's find out her name, according to this article. Miss England, a beauty queen who was crowned Miss England in 2019, has re- returned to the United Kingdom from overseas charity work. Wow, she came from charity work. Wow, what a saint. To continue her career as a doctor amid the coronavirus pandemic. Her name is Basha, Basha, oh boy, Basha, no, Basha. Mukherjee, M-U-K-H-E-R-J-E-E. So I'm guessing she has some, um, maybe, I don't know what, what heritage that is. But Basha Mukherjee took a break, career break as a junior doctor after competing in the Miss World pageant in December 2019. She, re- she represented England uh, at the pageant after winning Miss England. And she planned on on focusing on humanitarian work work until August of this year. She was invited to Africa, to Turkey, then to India and Pakistan and several other Asian countries to be an ambassador for various charity work. Uh, but now she has returned to England, the UK, to resume work as a doctor amid the coronavirus pandemic. Wow. 
props, man. How did you fly in, though? Aren't they on lockdown? But beside the point. Kaling. Respect. See, I just learned a term. I forgot. It's like a Latin term. Like, uh, like I think it's in the doctor's code of ethics. Like, do no harm and like put others first. Something like that, right? I, if you're a doctor, you probably know what I'm talking about. So, it really is a, a sacrifice. Because, you know, when, when I think about it, being a medical professional is like the least, it's like the farthest thing that, it's like the, the thing that I want to do the least. <laughs> because I think about it, it's so many years of schooling, so many things to memorize, so much money to be spent. I know that most doctors, when they make it at the end, like they, they get, you know, they get a pretty good paycheck, but all that sacrifice, and it made me really think that you cannot do this job unless you really are passionate about helping others i'm not saying that i'm an asshole and i don't want to help others but it is a job where it really is you're you're not working for the money you're working because it you're working for your heart from your heart and you want to help people so i think that just illustrates that you know no no amount of like you know wealth or whatever will really keep any doctor professional medical professional from helping because they they're they're here to serve you know they're here to help so Kudos to Miss England. Nice. That's some nice little uplifting news right there. Um, let's see. I'm just scrolling on this subreddit called Uplifting News, which I usually use a lot of the time for radio content. But Elton John launches $1 million coronavirus emergency fund to protect people with HIV. Oh, that's nice. Great. Great on that, Elton John. The source is... Deadline.com. Okay, Deadline known, known for posting a lot of celebrity news. So I'll take that as a, a pretty reliable source. Uh, oh, here's one I saw on Twitter, and uh, now it's on this website. CNN.com posted it. A zoo that has been trying to get two pandas to mate for 10 years uh, has finally, they finally got their freak on. When coronavirus shut the zoo down, the pandas finally did it so i guess they're not into voyeurism right they just wanted to to bang without people watching them and who wouldn't i mean i won't i don't want anyone watching me doing getting freaky unless they're into it and i'm (laughs) just kidding half kidding um so uh, let me read this article okay uh ying ying and li li our longtime residents of Ocean Park in Hong Kong. Okay, that's another issue. I don't believe in zoos really because it's fucked up, right? But at the same time, I get it. I get it. Zoo officials announced Monday that after 10 years of attempts at natural mating and through trial and learning, the two have finally succeeded. Nice. Uh, so due to the coronavirus outbreak, the park has been closed since late January. Staff noticed certain behaviors in the two giant pandas that are common during breeding season. So since late March, Ying Ying began spending more time playing in the water. Oh, Ying Ying was uh, doing that little water hair flip like in James Bond. You know when the, was it James Bond? You know when, when a hot bikini model comes out of the, I don't know which one's the girl, which one's the guy here. But, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about when you're in the water, you come out of the water and you flip your hair back like a fucking mermaid. So Ying Ying began spending more time playing in the water. While Lili, or Lele, I don't know, L-E-L-E, has began, has been leaving scent markings around his... Okay, so Ying Ying's the girl. Okay, so Lili has began, or be, has been leaving scent markings around his habitat and searching the area for Ying Ying's scent. You dirty boy sniffing those panda panties, huh? Hmm? Hmm? Just kidding. 
while it's still too early to tell whether a baby panda's on the way, staff is closely monitoring Ying Ying's body and behavioral behavioral. Ano? Behavioral. Behavioral? No. Behave. They've been monitoring their behavior. <laughs> If successful, signs of pregnancy, including hormonal level fluctuations, blah, 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 blah. This is big news in conversation effort, conserva- conversation efforts for the species. I think it means conservation because they spelled, they put here conversations. I think it means conservation. Ha! Huh, corrected you, CNN. This is big news in con, because here, I'll read it what it says, but I think it means con, Conservation. It says, this is big news in conversation efforts. No, it's conservation for sure. For the species that is currently listed vulnerable, one category away from being endangered. Okay, that's good. Let, let Li, Ling, Li, Anna? Let Ying Ying and Lili get their freak on. Leave those panta pandies, panta panda panties lying around and just, you know, get it on. Congratulations, man. It took people to leave the zoo for them to, to, to bang maybe that's what's happening you know it made me i saw a tweet a a couple weeks ago it was kind of funny uh i think it was like i think it said something like pigeons must have thought that humans have died out and it's true it makes you wonder what the other animals are thinking like what are the birds thinking what are the birds who are like where are all the people or what about the i don't know what other animals are in the wild or what are the dogs thinking like why is our why is my human here every day I miss shitting on the carpet when they're gone. Or I'm trying to think what else. What about the rats? The rats are, might be like, fuck, how are we going to eat? <laughs> There's no one littering. How are we going to eat? I'm trying to think what are the animals. I mean, mostly birds, right? Birds are, are kind of... Well, there's no birds. In, you know what? There's not that many birds in Metro Manila, no? Now that I think about it. But in Japan, there are a lot of crows. In the States, you get a few birds. Um, hmm, Interesting. What are the other animals in the wild? Um, there are no possums and shit here, right? No. There's no skunks here. Oh, well, maybe it doesn't affect that many animals here, but I'm sure all over the world, the, at least the, the countries in quarantine, the animals must be like, where is everybody? Right? <sighs> anyway, thank you to everyone who listened. 42 minutes in. I'm not going to drag it on any longer because I, I don't think I can find anything, any more, uh, fun news, but to everyone out there who, um, Who's been listening to this podcast? I appreciate it. You know, there's a kind of, there's a lot of people who've uh, been messaging me about the podcast, saying they enjoy it. Shout out to my boy Gab Loste. Thank you for listening, my dude. I uh, got a couple new follows on the Instagram as well. Hello to Sydney Sid Monterte, who followed both the Hala Hala Show and uh, and this podcast. Hello to Tokayo JC Sart Sart Hit. Thank you for that. Uh, the lost Kenzo, who has just messaged me on Saturday, said that he's been a fan since day zero. Thank you, Kenzo. He actually asked me to talk about the di- the different and creative ways how I cook my eggs, and I I messaged him before I I mean I messaged him right after, and I said I'm sorry, bro, but I don't really know what I'm doing with the eggs. <laughs> so Kenzo, I'm sorry, like I can't really I don't even know like I just throw the eggs in the pan, and if it doesn't break, if the yolk doesn't break, then I try to make some sort of sunny side up. If it does break, then I just scramble it all together and it becomes like scrambled eggs. That's it. I know how to hard boil eggs too, but that's it. I don't know how to do over easy or, or, or whatever kind of other egg styles there are. That's really, it's, it's either sunny side, either scrambled or hard boiled. Those are the only three that I know. So sorry to burst your bubble. I'm not that creative when it comes to cooking. I don't know much, but yeah. Shout out also to Jeppy, uh, who has been watching Barry once again. Thank you for 
taking my recommendation seriously. I'm going to finish My Hero Academia Season 4 right now after this. So I'm going to get to that. I'm not going to prolong this anymore. Please message me on Instagram if you have any thoughts on this podcast. Follow me on my personal as well. You can just find it on there. It's me, JC. Have a great rest of your week. I'll catch you all on Friday. Catch Hala Hala Show Quarantine Mix number four. And have a great Tuesday. Catch you all later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 